When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, it's Kate. I'm taking a week off from new episodes this week and re-airing five episodes that first hit your feeds this past spring. These are episodes that listeners named as some of your favorites. So whether you miss them the first time around or you're hearing them again for the second time, I think you'll still be happy to hear what they have to say. I hope you have a great week and weekend, and I'll be back next week with new episodes that help you take an objective look at your relationship with alcohol. We're rethinking pretty much everything in our lives after the last 15 months, right? Let's include drinking in that mix too. And now, here's one of the top listener favorite episodes of the last few months. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi and welcome with a special shout out to anyone listening for the first time or for the first time in a long time. It's great to have you here. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast is all about meditation. I mean, is it really that big of a deal? And if it's so great, how do people actually build the habit of doing it regularly? We are covering all those questions and more in all five of this week's episodes. So if this is the first meditation episode you're hearing, know that you can go back to episode 432 and catch the rest of them. Today's big idea is that. As wonderful and enjoyable and nourishing as meditation is, you are going to have times, many, many times, when you don't feel like doing it. The ego loves to resist the ideas that have the most potential for making you a better person. Why? Because the ego is obsessed with keeping you safe, and it knows that if you meditate, you're likely to change. In a good way, but the ego doesn't care about that. It only thinks that change equals bad. So when the ego senses that you're wanting to do something that could lead to change, it kicks up resistance. There is a wonderful book that I have read many times and shared with many clients called I Don't Want To, I Don't Feel Like It by Sherry Huber. Huber is a Zen meditation teacher and founder of the Zen Monastery Peace Center in California. And all her books are incredibly friendly and helpful. This particular book of hers is all about resistance, and in it, she explains that your higher self is like a jewel. It is glittery and bright and inherently valuable. It's your sense of knowing or your inner wisdom. But the jewel is encased by a thick, tough crust, and that is your ego. Anytime something comes in that is aimed at your higher self, it's going to be registered and deflected by your ego. An impulse to meditate is definitely a communication with your higher self because meditating helps you turn down the noise enough to actually hear what your inner wisdom would like you to know. And that drives the ego nuts because its job is to protect the jewel, 
So it's not a question of if you're going to try to talk yourself out of meditation. It's a question of when. As evidence, I have been practicing yoga and meditating on and off, especially on the meditation part. I've been pretty consistent with yoga. But I've been introduced to these things since 1995. And I still try and talk myself out of doing them pretty much every time. Why? Because practicing yoga and sitting down to meditate helps me remember what matters to me and makes me more in touch with the jewel. I don't pay nearly as much attention to that naysaying voice as I used to, but it's still there. It's kind of like our dog Cookie, who just cannot help herself from barking at the male delivery person every time. Because her being is wired to defend her territory. Of course, you can train a dog to not bark, but you can't make that defensive instinct go away. Here's what I hope will be a helpful reframe for you. Anytime your resistance kicks in, it's a sign that you're on to something good. It's most definitely not a sign that you shouldn't do whatever it is that you're resisting. I've got three ways to work with resistance for you coming up right after this quick break. I knew meditation helped with stress and focus and feeling happy, but I wasn't doing it. You know what finally got me meditating again? Headspace. The fact that all I had to do was press play was a godsend. And I can tell a huge difference in my state of mind and in how I interact with my family. I'm feeling a lot closer to the people I love and Headspace definitely helped. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash Kate. That's headspace.com slash Kate for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Go to headspace.com slash Kate today. Hi again. Okay, so at some point in your life, you get this thought that says, hey, let's meditate. And then, whether it's right away or after a little time has passed, you think some form of, nah, that is resistance. Resistance can also show up as a feeling of overwhelm. I couldn't possibly find the time. Or judgment. These kinds of things just don't work for me. Or just never actually sitting down to do it. As in, something else came up. Whatever form your resistance takes, here are three ways to get around it. First is to close the gap between getting the idea and acting on it. So for pretty much everyone, there is a gap between thinking of meditating and actually doing it. And the bigger that gap is, the more you open yourself up to resistance. Acting quickly can head resistance off at the pass. It's like in my kids' elementary school, they had something called DEER, which stands for Drop Everything and Read. This is DEEM, Drop Everything and Meditate. Even meditating for one minute now makes it more likely that you will keep an appointment with yourself for a longer session next time. Second, actually create an appointment for yourself to meditate. Put it in your calendar like any other meeting and build it into your mental map of how your day is going to go. When you do this, you blaze a trail that you only need to follow. You don't need to decide, is now a good time? You can trust your forethought that chose the best time for that day and just do it. And three, you can have a conversation with your resistance. This is a little smushier, I get it, but your ego isn't trying to sabotage you. It's trying to keep you safe, and that means it has some concerns. 
So ask yourself, why am I resisting this? Give your ego a voice. Maybe it's worried that you don't know what you're doing, in which case you could decide to use a meditation app and then you just need to follow along. Or maybe it's worried that you'll miss out on productive time, in which case you can reassure yourself that meditation is like taking a mental shower and actually makes you more creative and better able to focus so that you'll more than make up for that time. Your tiny assignment for today is to choose which of these three tactics you're going to use the next time you encounter resistance to meditation, or really doing anything that calls to your higher self. Will you take it as a sign to act on that impulse quickly? Or will you schedule an appointment with yourself to do that thing? Or will you have a conversation with your resistance? Just pick one now so that you'll know what to do when you notice that you're trying to talk yourself out of meditating. Then, in that moment, you won't have to decide what to do. You can just do it. That's it from me for this week. I hope these episodes have helped you see meditation with new appreciation and inspired you to try it for yourself. If you have, or if you have questions, shoot me a DM. On Instagram, I'm at Kate Hanley Author. And on Twitter, I'm at Kate W. Hanley. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 